Welcome to Sneak Speak. Sneak Speak. Sneak Speak. Sneak Speak. Sneak Speak. Sneak 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 Welcome to Sneak Speak, the podcast where we dive into the shoe game, bring you insight on the hottest upcoming releases, and the latest on controversies in the sneaker world. What is going on, everybody? It's your boy Mateo back at it again with another Sneak Speak episode. It's been a minute, and we are back and ready to roll. We are joined by one of the newest members, not the newest member of Eminem Resale, Fernando. Say what's good. Yo, what's going on? My name is Fernando Mendoza. I'm right now going to uh, West Valley College, majoring in communications and just working in the sneaker game. You know what I mean? Trying to get my hands dirty. Trying to get them dirty. You know, get your hands dirty so you can keep the feet clean. You know what I'm saying? I mean, extra clean, crispy clean. The oh, Coke yeah. white, stay Coke white. <laughs> Fernando's been rocking with us um, as a customer for a cool minute. And over quarantine, it wasn't even that long ago. It was just a couple months ago and we started getting closer and he started wanting to you know get in the sneaker game a little bit more whether that was selling mainly just like hopping off of stock x and starting to support like individual resellers and you know he was trying to get a con- more constant rotation through right and then we were just it kind of just like we were just doing so much together more and more and i was like you might as well just join the team at this point you know i mean uh from my perspective it felt like it felt like I was um, one of the few like sneakerheads still like excessively collecting and like doing whatever I can to get like old pairs that I've wanted. And because I quit StockX and and I was already, you know what I mean, going to every shoe palace in, within 50 miles to get whatever shoe I wanted. I was already putting in that work. You know what I mean? I might as well I might as well I might as well get paid for it. It do be crazy though, because at least for the Hyper Royals, today is uh April twenty second. The Hyper Royals came out last Saturday. Today's a Wednesday. Today's a Thursday. Me and Fernando went to every single shoe palace in the South Bay area, which is like uh what like ten to twelve stores. Yeah, like and I think it's like I think it's like nine locations, but three of them have multiple, like two two at each spot. Oh yeah, yeah. So and so so there. I went. I got a ticket at each one. Um, for men's and grade school sizes, and Fernando did the same and went with his girlfriend. How many calls did we get for raffle doves? Uh, for the hypers, zero zilch. But <laughs> I'm 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 gonna just go ahead and say I can't complain because I've I've gotten most dubs from in person raffles. So like you kids out there that are complaining that you're not getting sneakers because you can't hit on 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 the app on sneakers app like just get out of your house and go sign up for raffles i don't understand like there's so many more there's there's such a higher chance because think about it bro what like the 100 shoppers that go to that store signed up maybe more maybe less you know what i mean and the 1 million people that are on the app i mean take your take your odds man if you really want the shoe it just one monday one tuesday hit your mall and sign up for your raffle I got mochas yeah. from Shoe Palace. Let's talk about that. You got a bunch of that. stuff. You got a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I've only won one time, and I've been entering like a lot of raffles, but I'm not giving up later. Um, we're probably like really confusing our guest right now, and I want to hear. <laughs> you understand? You know, I want to no. <laughs> no, hear like what's going through your mind. So today's today's guest is very special to me. One of my training buddies, 
that's how I got to know him like more closely. Uh, my training buddy in in high school for cross country and track, he is a state renowned uh runner. <laughs> like crowds chanting his name, bro. I kid you not. Totally, totally. Ladies, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, it is the Benny Garver. <laughs> what's up uh i'm benny 19 go to pitzer college in claremont um i'm planning on majoring in computer science if i get into the program um and i work at a running store in menlo park but yeah that's me yeah you do (laughs) so you got any like sneakers at the running store not any sneakers that i'd wear around i'm only gonna wear them for running (laughs) yeah hold on (laughs) quick question clown if i wore them yeah Quick question, sneaker question, running question. What is the running sneaker? There's always questions going around. There's always there's always like, oh, the Nike React, the ASIC gel light joints. So what's like the running sneaker? I'm going to have to crush that ASICs hype. Um, ASICs, I don't sell a lot of them. Um, they're kind of mm. hard like when people wear them. I don't know. Also, sneakers is a personal preference. Um, for running it's different for a lot of people i'd say either brooks or saucony mm-hmm. are the go-to mm-hmm. yeah mateo knows like tons of people you'll see lots of well, runners wearing them yeah mo- it's mostly those two i was like a mizuno guy but i no one mm-hmm. ever wore mizunos mizunos are like heavy not as rocks of, not a lot of but my ankles are weak him. so I, yeah i uh i worked at a uh, dick sporting goods for like a week i don't really want to talk about the details <laughs> In and, in and out of there, in and out of there. But, um, but okay, so I thought they would have like at least some regular sneakers, but everything is like, like runner, athletic, football, basketball, nothing is like, there's no, like, there's no Air Forces, there's no Air Maxes, there's like Air XCs, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like the secondhand type stuff that you never really heard of. So yeah. when I was in there, it was mainly A6 Brooks and everybody that came in, that came in was really, was really, um, Shopping for Brooks. I had totally forgot about that brand until you you just mm-hmm. reminded me right now. That's that's a little key facts now that I think about it. Yeah. I remember running stores actually used to be popping in terms of like sneakers because in like 2017, 2016 when Boost was hype, running stores were selling Ultra Boost. And so it was already hard to find Ultra Boost in like foot stores like Foot Locker, Champs, and Shoe Palace and all that stuff. But nobody would ever go into the running store. So running stores had Ultra Boost. And it was yeah. like, People were like actually going into running stores to like resell shoes like that, or like at least to find the ultra boost that they'd been eyeing for a long time. You know, so it was kind of crazy. I actually kind of remember that because I remember the one near St. Francis that we go to after Saturday practices. Mm-hmm. I remember at one point they had ultra boost. I was like, why are those there? <laughs> like, why do you wear those for running? Is that not a good running shoe? I thought I thought the whole run out for Adidas, the whole concept behind those joints was to like train and run in those. Are they like the bad whole, for your arch or what? The whole thing is like if you're a cross country runner, they're bad, uh, right? But if you're just a casual runner, long. they're fine. Yeah, like they don't have like the same like stiffness and like support that you'll find in lots of other like popular running shoe brands. Yeah, like it's foam, you'll run through it eventually. Is what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. It's less durable, mainly. Yeah. So we brought on Benny because Benny is not a sneakerhead, but this is the episode for non-sneakerheads. I I thought it would be a cool idea. And Benny's, like, really Benny's only experience is, like, kind of watching 
what we do on the Instagram or like whenever I bug him and I like won't shut up about sneakers to him and he has to <laughs> listen to me. That's all he knows. And also recently I Benny has been graciously offering his services to open up like an, an extra sneakers account for me and like try to help me hit releases. And how when did we first link up? When did I first tell you about this? It was it when like, we had Panda. Um Yeah. That was like beginning of March, I think. Yeah, beginning of March. But I did it like we bonded a week later over or something. Yeah. It's when all deals are made. Yeah, we bonded over Panda. So it's been about a month and a half, right? Mm-hmm. And this boy has already hit two sneakers. And like hitting two sneakers, like you're probably like, Mateo, you only hit two sneakers. He only hit two sneakers. But he hit actually Benny, you tell him what you hit. I hit the Yeezy seven hundred Kyanites and then mm-hmm. I hit the Retro low dunk cur- premium curries or whatever they're Medi- called. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. that the Hard. that month, the only couple of sneakers that people wanted, you hit on. Okay, I understand. Basically, okay. yeah, that's basically what's up. He sends me the Yeezys like, "Oh, are these good?" And I was like, "Yeah, they're pretty good. That's awesome." And then the next day, he sends me the dunks, and I'm like, "Dude, I have not seen a single person on social media hit these. How have you like one, just yeah. back to back?" And I was like, I was just baffled. But yeah, I was that, so that, confused. but that's pretty much like the extent of benny's sneaker experience so today we have two sneakerheads me and fernando are you know very consumed in the sneaker culture we know what's going on and even if we don't own any sneakers at like a thousand dollars like we know what's going on benny on the other hand is a rookie to the game he's a student of the game so this episode we're gonna let him ask the questions for the first time ever, I'm giving up the mic, and Benny has prepared a list of questions that me and Fernando are going to be asking. I think also to get started, um, we went on a little tangent in the beginning on how to get sneakers and all that. If you have any like like starting questions because you didn't understand a thing we were talking about in Facts. the beginning, hit us with them. We'll 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 explain what we were what we were discussing. Yeah, all right, Benny, the floor is yours. All right. Well, I get the general gist of like what you guys do. Enter like raffles and stuff in stores, online, that stuff. One of these questions I have for you is how do you find like the time to do it? Or like, how do you like validate it? Because it seems like you put so much effort into it and the chances that you guys are talking about. It seems like you never (laughs) get the shoes. I'm like, how are you guys making money? The amount of raffles you go to and stuff. Like, are you just talking about like in person stuff? Um, mainly in person for this. I get the online's like super easy. Like you just like it's twenty seconds enter. Like in person, you gotta drive to like twenty stores or something. Like the gas on that alone. You know, for me, I never really entered raffles until like about a year and a half ago. And I'm specifically talking about shoe palace raffles or like maybe um like kind of boutique shops. I'm just kind of thinking of Long Beach because I'm only familiar with like there's like proper. If anyone's from Southern California, it's like proper um private sneakers they have like their licensed retailers and they have in-store raffles it's the same as shoe palace so basically when it comes to like shoe palace it's like you can go any day like in the beginning of the week and then they call you on like a thursday or a friday and you go pick up on saturday when it's like the boutique shops you have to show up that morning and they give everyone a ticket who shows up and you do a live drawing then the narrower the window is the better odds you have so i'm more willing to spend like an hour or an hour and a half at proper, then maybe drive all the way up to like North San Jose. I'm in Gilroy. So like 50 minutes 
to enter in a raffle that everybody gets three or four days to enter into. To answer Benny's question, if I'm already at the mall, I'm for sure signing up for something. If it's mm-hmm. a shoe that I'm like dying to get my hands on, I'm going to drive around. I'm going to make it a point to like drive around to a couple malls. And honestly, I've never gone to like every shoe palace except like last week. And that was because Fernando like told me, he's like, bro, you just got to do it. You got to go make loops. And <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to really try to like do it as much as I can. But like the closest mall in either direction for me is 30 minutes. So it is a big sacrifice. It's also about how badly you want it. But I think a big thing, a big thing for me at least is that window. So like I said, I'm willing to go to outside of a store for a live raffle if for two hours if the odds mm-hmm. are going to be much better mm-hmm. okay and the other thing about those two is like they don't like for shoe palace you have to write down a size so you write down size 12 if they don't have any size 12s or like whatever they don't they, and they pick your ticket they won't call you or if they've already gotten rid of them they won't call you oh. at the boutique ones you just have a ticket and it's first come first serve on sizes so if you wanted a size 12 and the only one left is a size five and they call your name at the end, you can still pick up a size five if you mm-hmm. wanted to. Okay. Whereas Shoe Palace, they're really picky. I think I think Benny was kinda asking more like why why do you do it though? Like like what what which way you're leaning is one thing, but like what motivates you and like why is it worth, you know what I mean, getting up and going? Or is your answer it's not worth it and that's why you'd rather do those boutique shops rather than, you know, showing up to I those would... shoe palace raffles. It's not worth, you know what I mean? Bro, I don't know if Oakland got heat is listening to this. Did Shout he hit? Did he hit on any? Bro, I don't know. He didn't text me, but this dude went from Probably he did. Oakland. <laughs> Oakland, he crossed the bridge to San Francisco all the way down to San Jose and looped back up through Fremont. And I, that was crazy, bro. Right, that's dedication. Do you hear that, bro? That's all day. Yeah, I would rather go to a boutique shop, but um if the profit margins are fat, I'll make drives and I'll like I'll try I'll test my luck and try to enter all these raffles. Like if the shoe's gonna be five hundred dollars, what's one yeah. take a guess? Yeah, but if it's like if it's like decent, and I'm not stressing about like not hitting. Like maybe I'll go to one. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you know mm-hmm. how much is the risk worth my potential gain, and like how much am I like am I gonna be okay with not hitting, versus like am I gonna be okay with not even trying? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Me, what motivated me was I think it's because of my passion for sneakers just in general like when I was 16 I got a job at a shoe store right when I could get a job so I could buy myself you know what I mean the fresh new whatever that comes out and I been doing raffles since before I started reselling like this um because it I I mainly just went for shoes that I want and then when it started when it started transitioning to to reselling it was like well if I'm in the Bay, I'm privileged enough to have all these shops near me. You know what I mean? 30 minute Bro, that's facts, in a 30 minute, 30 minute radius. If I can get like nine shops and raffle in in each one of them, even if it's like, if it's an expensive shoe and I hit one like the Mocha, okay, dope. Mm-hmm. I'm hype. But if it's like a, a mid shoe and like, it's not very popular, there's also the concept of like maybe a lot of people aren't going to go to every store. Like Mateo said, they're not really tripping off of this shoe. So if you go to every store, you might hit on multiple. You might get a lot of hits for retail. And that lunch money starts adding up to, you know what I mean, a cool little check. So mm-hmm. like I, I feel like there's a lot of benefits to to going to raffles and stuff like that. Um, And it's like for me personally, it's what I did with my time anyways. It's not like I'm saying – Ah, uh, you know what I mean? I'm missing out on homework 
to uh, go hit the raffles. I'm not, you know, skipping on practice or workouts or anything like anything like that. Like it's something I do for the day. Like if I'm hanging out with my boys or if I'm if I'm going to do something, I'm gonna be like, yo, this shoe's coming out. You guys want to hit all the shoe palaces real quick, sign up for the raffle. Maybe we hit and my boys are starting to get better shoe game slowly but surely. They were they were also like in the vans only lane had one like Air Force that was kind of beat type of thing. And now like they have like Stussy collabs and like dunks and, and, and stuff like that. So so um, I like that that aspect of like being a sneakerhead and, and having that energy and the people that hang around you like absorb it. And like um, like, for example, my 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 girl got some Jordans already and she's only had like Air Max 90s and Vans and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like the influence you have on the people around you is cool, too. For sure. Like building off that, like you guys were saying, like we kind of judge off like what you expect the sneaker to like do, whether it'll be like a high margin sneaker or mm-hmm. like a mid calf sneaker or whatever. How do you guys like research or like maybe it just comes with time, like when like a sneaker is going to be like $500 or it's just going to be like 20 bucks over retail. In today's world, it's gotten really easy. We have things like StockX and GOAT. If anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, it's just, they call it like the stock market for things. And so you can look up prices. Yeah. Yeah. The, the only problem is if you look at a shoe's price before it comes out, it usually gives you a decent gauge of what it would be, but it's possible that the price fluctuates a lot, though it's, it's pretty rare that that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, before StockX was a thing, you just had to like kind of know what was hot and like what people wanted because people would talk about it the same way that they do now. There was just no like general consensus, like no universal thing. I think uh, through throughout the years, what kind of controls market prices has changed. I think I think back in the day it was like, what did Mike wear? You know what I mean? Oh, uh, all them joints, them joints was was on Mike's feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's still uh, be like that too. He, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's well, there's a group of people, but the uh, people call those people the older OG generation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, it's more um, celebrity and influencer based. When you see like when you see like Charlie D'Amelio wear the mochas, the girl sizes shoots up to six hundred. You know what I'm saying? And the the men sizes, the bigger OG sizes, the sizes of the people that you would expect would would care about what Mike wore are still around the four hundreds because it's a like it's a good looking shoe, but they're not spending five six hundred dollars for it because maybe that group of people would rather get like the bread toes or like the breads or royals or anything like that. You know, like they're I mean? not they're not spending their cheese because some girl dancing on social media is wearing it. They're they're wearing that cheese because they grew up watching like their hometown hero wear. Yeah. Where like yeah. nowadays, you know, Charlie D'Amelio, whoever is dancing on TikTok is like these youngsters heroes, right? Mm-hmm. And also it's whatever Travis wears, that kind of. If it's got like an artist name or like if it's a collab, it usually indicates that it's rare and also usually guarantees that at, le- at the very least all the fans are going to go for it because it's like merch. And And what I like about today is that there's so many like legendary collaborators still that will come out of the woodworks and and drop like a legendary shoe like you have clot what are those the fragments you have the fragment threes the fragment ones and now you got these ones coming up so like a whole bunch of og legendary collaborators and then you have the new cats coming in like the uh jerry lorenzo's doing like the fear god ones and you got the uh 
the James Whitners with Amam and Yair making the uh, the the new Jordan three. three. Yeah, like, and they're going hard too in the culture. Like, people appreciate these new designers as much as these old designers. Like, I appreciate the fact that there's so many creatives in the world today. Like, working on sneakers, it's not just it's not just like the black and red colorway now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I just like to say, first of all. I love the names of like half these sneakers you guys are bringing up. Like I never hear them like bread, bread toes or whatever. I've never heard that before. Mm. I think that was kind of sick. But one thing I wanted to ask was kind of like you were talking about like the creatives, like everyone really appreciates it. My opinion, low-key, people sometimes over-appreciate it because I see these shoes that drop. I'm with it. And I'm just like, this is the ugliest thing I've seen. Like ever. I'm with you and you're going to spend bro. $500 on this. I, like you're I, bro, I'm with you on this. I, I can agree with you. I need somebody to hit me with an example though. What's like what's oh. a recent like ugly collab that is like overhyped? I thought it was I thought it was funny cuz shout out to our guys at College Kicks cuz they were talking about like they were talking about this the other day. The ready-made but, joints? Yeah, the ready-made blazers. Uh I disagree. I think they're clean. Bro, all right, all right. All right. Then um they look they weird in hand, but I saw them on somebody's feet. That's the thing with sneakers with me, bro. I need to see I need to see somebody work them first. You know what I mean? If it's possible, it's possible. And I think the more different the design and the more out of pocket they are, the more you can give credit to the designer and the more like the more neck breaks you'll get out on the street. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're not re you're not wearing the regular, you know what I mean, black and white joints. You're wearing these crazy like camo with black and an orange like different swoosh popped all over it like i i think that's dope like the clot joints with the see-through um toes toe box i think these concepts are interesting ben do you see this on the screen yeah i see that i mean i, <laughs> I kind of get are... those like that's look like at, something look at the on feet it. pictures down there they're, i guess you're right they're kind of tough i'm that, just that saying goes good with the gray pants yeah here's the thing too is like sometimes being loud and like wearing stuff that's ugly is is like wavy like we all talk about being your own person so then being able to rock something that's just so out of the ordinary if you're able to rock it and make it look good then that just makes it so much better and then the next person is just going to want to do that obviously they can't do it with like these ones because they've already come out so the next one that looks like it resembles it they're going to go after that and then slowly we start to see like a transition of like it becoming normal and I, I think I think today there's two groups of people. There's there's those out of box people that are like, I wanna wear something because it's different. And then you got the people that are like, I want the regular joint, not the different one, because I wanna be comfortable and you know what I mean? I wanna I wanna make sure I wanna make sure like the fit is cool. I'm not out of box like that. I don't want attention like that. I think that's like the the Travis Scott people, the crazy, the former, and then you got like the Who's a conservative? There is no, there is Adam no concern. Sandler. Adam Sandler. <laughs> Adam and then Sandler, there's the Adam Sandlers. I love Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler literally wears like a ripped up t-shirt and some baggy yeah, sweats. Yeah, some polos, some cargo Either shirts. like some shoes that are worth like 20 bucks or shoes that are worth like 600. But he doesn't, like, it's and, only because he likes it. Like, yeah. not because he's rich or anything. They don't look expensive. <laughs> do you guys mind me asking how many like pairs of shoes do you guys have in your own personal oh. collection if you know? Cause I want to ask a question, like kind of based off of this. Uh, I kind of mine's kind of cheating though, cause if I say a hundred, that's true. But like, my dollar amount is lower than most people, like anybody else who would say a hundred, because it's all like worthless vans. Oh okay. So like, 
I would say stuff of value. Someone would actually want it for more than like 20 bucks is probably like fifth, like half of it, like 50. I'd say like 50, 55. I mean, not all my stuff has resale value, but I'm, I'm, I'm around like 40 to 40 to 50. I had the most I had at one point was 80. And then I've, I, I kind of liquidated a little bit and I'm around, I'm down around 40. Yeah. Nice. Cause like one question I do have is like, I get having like different sneakers, like mixing it up. Like I like to mix it up a bit, but <laughs> I'm sorry, mean. but Frank, my view, like it just a non sneakerhead. It seems absurd to have 50 pairs of shoes in your house. There's 30 like, days shoes? in the month. Like what's the Look- point? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, uh, you're not wrong. No, no, no. But neither are you. And so this is this is what I'm what I would say to it is that it's hard to comprehend because sneakers actually have a purpose. Right? Like you're supposed to wear it, it protects your feet, it mm-hmm. you know, prevents it from injury or whatever. And we've turned it into like this collector's uh thing. And so when you talk to people like us, we have multi- like so many pairs, it's because we're collectors. It's different if you're just like you're just buying a bunch of shoes just to have because you're rich they usually like well i mean that's still like collecting too but what i was going to compare it to is like you have stuff that people collect that is literally pointless like inter okay purposeless it's literally purposeless or something like that stamps baseball cards or those uh cause statues right any like toys action figures Mm -hmm. figurine like they don't do anything except you could i mean you could say like they're display pieces they're pieces of art Mm. Sneakerheads would argue that you could put your shoe on a shelf or in a glass case, and people do, and call it a piece of art because, in our opinion, it is. So it's just a, I think it's just like a bonus that we get to wear it and make like, you know, fits out of it. Yeah. Or like we get to like bring it outside the house. Cause like if you have like this massive baseball card collection, or like you have a, you are super big on computers, right? Gaming mm. systems. Nobody mm. knows that if you step outside your house. That's what's kind of unique about the fashion world at least is that you can like wear it because you can't like go outside naked, but you can go outside without a baseball card, you know? Um, and it's not really to make it known. It just like, it makes it seem weird that we collect it because everybody has yeah. shoes. Not everybody has other like collectors items. Mm-hmm. I think um, for me, it's, it, it's just not just because they're art pieces and because they're collectors items like I got I got some joints that have stories behind them. I got yes. some like I got like I got a pair of 2001 Jordans that were like came out the year I was born and the the patent leathers aged crazy on those and um they they have like the original card that came back that came in back in the day and a lot of the shoes I have I've seen pictures of like Michael Jordan playing and I've seen highlights and stuff like that. My Grails Michael Jordan um, won the dunk competition with when he jumped from the free throw line and dunked the ball the sneakers he was wearing those sneakers are my favorite sneakers of all time and I've been hunting those for like a year and a half now so like like when I buy sneakers if if they're art pieces like that and they hold value I don't care how much money I spend because I think if I'm ever in a bad spot financially the money is still there it's better than having it in a savings account and um 
and it's and if I really like the shoe, I'll get it back. So I don't mind like having to get rid of a few things. It's never been a problem for me to spend my money on sneakers. And especially when it comes to wearing them, I try to, you know, show love. I, I've been doing a thing where every week I pick out five sneakers and I only wear those five. That way I, I feel like I'm not neglecting my children. And, you know, the next week I, it's a it's a new five and I don't repeat. All I don't repeat fives usually until I run out. It got to the point where I was working. I have I was I'm working at Macy's right now, but I got to the point where I have not repeated shoes at Macy's once. And I don't be I don't be telling yeah. people. I don't be telling people like whoever notices. I'll be like, ah, oh, you know, thanks. Like, you know, you know, like to those people that pointed out, I appreciate it. Like, oh, you haven't worn those before. And it's 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 not what I look for, but I like staying fresh and I like sneakers. So it's like I need to have crazy ones on deck. If they got stains, I'm not busting them out either. That's just how I. Yeah. I, no I, stains, I, you're not going to wear them? Because. Because I got rotation, so if they're dirty, I'll just wear a clean pair, and then I'll I'll wait till I clean those, and then I'll bust those out again. You know what I mean? Oh, if I got I'm them dirty, that. they had a good day of use, so I can put them back in the vault for a while. But what if it's like, uh, like you only got like one pair of this shoe, and like you get it dirty, like, and like let's say the stains won't come out, like are you keeping yeah. them or like you just like what are you doing with it? So I have I have one pair of Air Force that's canvas. Just like Vans, when you get white Vans dirty, not much you can do about it, right? Like it's mm -hmm. canvas. You can scrub it, but when you get the water on it, like if it's dirty water, it's just going to be like dirty white. You know what I mean? It doesn't get much cleaner. So those joints, I've worn them probably in my life four times and I clean them like crazy after each each freaking time. I actually sent them to get cleaned once. And it got to the point to where there's like a, a little a little piece of thread coming off of the canvas top because of how much like I'm scrubbing it. So I haven't worn it in so long because I don't want to clean it anymore because I don't want to damage the holes on it. But when it comes to sneakers like that, I feel like it's more of like an occasional piece. You know what I mean? Like I'll bust those out like on, on my birthday and I won't feel bad. Like if I mess them up, I mess them up. Sneakers are meant to be worn, but I want to mess them up for good reasoning. I don't want to just bust them out like on a casual Wednesday, step on some poop, go into the grocery store and just like, you know what I mean? Be pissed because yeah, I just wasted one of my favorite sneakers for a trip to the grocery store. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I guess from like my point of view, when I wear shoes, I completely like absolutely trash them. Like I remember <laughs> I like Nike black SBs or whatever. I wore them all like freshman year, sophomore year and junior year until I got these like red Pumas also. And Mateo knows about these because he sold me these like black and like gold Pumas <laughs> or whatever. I me. sold them. I sold them the nice kicks Puma Clydes. And oh, OK. He, he's probably worn them like maybe once or twice. Yeah, those that, are, like, that's that was closest. like two years ago. That was almost two years ago. No, I've worn those like three times and I've got the other shoes I wore to prom or no homecoming senior year. I was with Mateo when I got those, the purple oh, and white. The, um, that was clean, actually. Wait, what was? Oh, the Air Max? The Hirachis. He got Hirachis, Hirachis. Yeah, Hirachis. Yeah, 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 those are clean. But like, I don't know. Like for me, it just seems like if shoes get dirty, like I don't really care about the value. Like it's still kind of like looks good. Like the original colorway, like you can still tell what. Like, and you're normal. That's like. normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think <laughs> me and Mateo have the same thing going like where we have categories. So mm -hmm. like, I mean, I used to have guavas. Sadly, they're not in my collection after today. But like guavas would be a shoe that I would never wear. It's like a $800 sneaker, right? So it'd be a shoe that I'd never wear 
unless it's like it's like I'm I'm gonna walk on stage or I'm going to a crazy party or it's my twenty first birthday or it's like a like a big deal because I like I have too many regular sneakers to wear for regular days. But I also have the category of beaters where I got like I said, those Sockenies, those Puma suede, mm-hmm. those blazers, like those I'm not afraid to get scratches on them. You know what I mean? So I, I, I put real use behind those. And I like to fish too, so I got like fishing fishing sneakers that I don't mind to get dirt, mud, and and get holes ripped through them, and I don't mind throwing them away and replacing them. Like it's all good. So, like I feel you, but I think if you paid for a three hundred dollar like like sneaker that you thought was crazy and like like oh I need that joint, you know what I mean? If you paid that much, I feel like you wouldn't wear that as casually as you say you would with all your other shoes. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. I mean, I definitely am like that with like the Hirachis and like the Pumas. Cause like, I don't like normally like I just have like one go-to pair of shoes and like, mm-hmm. I just like beat the hell out of that thing. Mm-hmm. But like those shoes, like, I don't know, like that's like my extent of like sneakerhead, like being a sneakerhead. I feel like we're all like that at some point, like even shoes that I didn't spend like a significant amount of money on. I just thought they were super nice. I used to like never wear them. And mm-hmm. if I spent like over 120, I was like, ma- I made sure I was like careful in those, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so if like, if the extent of your collection, Benny, is like Vans and like the Puma Clydes or like the Puma Suede, and then you got a pair of Hirachis that retail like 120, then like, yeah, you're, yeah. you're taking care of like the most expensive one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Plus like, it's, it's like my only white shoe because I don't buy white shoes. That's I know true. they're going to get crazy disgusting <laughs> the way I wear That's them. True. But yeah. Um, also, I know you guys like, or like sneakerheads are crazy about like knowing something's like legit or something. Like you guys like when I gave you like the curries or whatever, Mateo, you're like, dude, like sniff them. Like you were trying <laughs> to get me like sniff them. I was like, why? Like they're like shoes. And like I understand like you want to get what you pay for. Like you don't want someone to rip you off selling you fakes. But like if you know it's like a quote replica or something, like it's not illegal to say that. Like what's like the extent of like caring for that i guess in my view i have a short answer and so i'll let fernando take it over after but at least first of all the smell to me isn't even about like legit it just like it just smells i just think it smells good mm-hmm. like i'm just like kind of growing like smell. loving yeah okay. and but that's like that's my i don't really care about new car smell like the new shoe smell is like a lot better you know for me if i like if if you really really love a shoe but the real ones go for like two grand i'm not expecting you to like save up two grand and then drop the two grand and then wear your shoe like if you want to cool but i'm also not going to be mad if you spend a hundred dollars on fakes and wear those around and as long as you don't like walk around and say like oh yeah these are real because then you're kind of like mm-hmm. you're putting on this facade that you're like a big baller and like you're not like why you got to do that just it doesn't really matter that much it's like about you know the passion and you're right that if you're going to pay for something you want to make sure it's real but in terms of like um you know making sure that something's legit in in from the perspective of like a collector it's like if i have so many real sneakers why would i want to get another sneaker that's fake like why would i get want to get another fake I, like that's not really going to add any value to like the collection i might as well just like not get it you know what i mean but sure. i'm also i also understand like don't um and I'm just talking about from like from a consumer's perspective. 
from a reseller's perspective, you don't want to touch any fakes because like you don't know what the other anybody else's intent is. Like you can sell it as a fake, and then the next person can try to pass it off as real. There's oh, a whole okay. thing. For sure. But like, like you don't know what's gonna happen after. But from a consumer's perspective, I understand if you want to save money by buying fakes, as long as you don't flaunt it as real. I don't have a problem with it. Um, that's my thing. I think I think the main thing he said at at, at the end of his point was there's no added value to his collection. I think when I said um, why I'm okay with having sixty pairs of these these is because. Like I said, if I ever need that money, it's still there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's sure. it's just not in my it's just not in my savings account. I understand um, the aspect of like buying a a, a brand new three thousand dollars sneaker, wearing it, it loses its value. You just you know what I mean? Threw away a whole bunch of money, and that's why me as a shopper, I'm more of a trade up kind of guy. Like when I hit on those mochas that's a four to $500 sneaker, right? So like, I don't have four, four to $500, but I, I got those kicks that I spent 170 on and I can trade for something old that costs four to $500. That's really cool. And that's a lot of shoes, you know what I mean? Or bundle up, mm-hmm. say I get a university too. That's almost a thousand dollars. I can get a, a good grail with that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And that's just off of hitting two sneakers. So I think it's like it's like if you really want a shoe and you want the real joint and you want that value in your closet so you can still sell it and get your money back in any in any given day, then just be patient, hit for retail and then save those pieces up until you have enough trade bait to get whatever sneaker you want. But I have no problem with you um uh buying a fake sneaker and just just because you like that sneaker, you're not gonna you're not gonna spend that much money, and you're just gonna beat those to the ground and like throw them away at some point for show. But I have so many shoes that I cannot beat any pair of shoe to the ground because that would mean there's fifty other shoes that I'm not wearing for a whole two months. You know what I mean? And I mm-hmm. can't do that. All of them are gonna get like some usage. So shoes are gonna last me three to four or five years. So there's no point for me to save my money on some cheap joints if if i have you know what i mean all the time in the world and all the options in the world to choose from for right now to save up and you know what i mean and use for trade bait like all these 60 pairs i can get whatever new shoe that comes out and i like more you know what i mean so it's like there's still value back here if these were fake there'd be nothing i could do with them mm-hmm. you can kind of say too like the decision process is easier to spend a hundred dollars on a pair of real shoes because they'll keep their value as opposed to buying like like you and your family a meal from like in and out that's going to cost you like 30 bucks it's a lot uh cheaper like 30 dollars compared to 100 but you're not getting that money back no matter what you do like mm-hmm. in worst case scenario you can you can sell your shoes that you got but if they're fake like fernando said you can't do it you like you lost a hundred dollars mm-hmm. if you buy something real worst case scenario like you you know you lose money something bad happens and you need cash you have like an asset that could potentially even give increase more money like like i said if if you if you hit for retail on these joints and the value's up and you use it as trade bait and now you have this thousand dollar sneaker what did you really spend you spent the retail of those other two sneakers so you spent well like two hundred dollars so that's mm-hmm. that's the actual cash amount that you're you're losing value and if you you trade it up for this thousand dollar sneaker then now you got a thousand dollar trade bait 
and you can, you know what I'm saying, get that cash out of there. Yeah, for sure. I got that. Okay. Um, I don't have any other questions right now. You guys got any questions for me as a non-sneakerhead or anything like that? Uh, yes, actually, I do have a question. <laughs> I, always, I always wonder this. For, like, people who, like, I know people look at me as crazy because I post about it, like, we have the Eminem account, but I post about shoe stuff. I know Fernando posts about shoe stuff like on his personal account. It's mm. just like a hobby. It's a passion, right? Like everybody mm. shares whatever on Instagram. But I always wonder, do you as a non-sneakerhead view sneakerheads as materialistic? Ooh, that's a good question. Because let, let me let me explain it just a little bit. Because with like most, like we were talking about earlier, with most collections, it's viewed as a collection. But most people who are not sneakerheads and don't get it don't see the sneaker game as a collection because sneakers have a purpose and they only see sneakers as foot coverage. Yeah. Put stuff you put on your feet. Right. So does it look materialistic? Like, do you, have you ever thought, you know, uh, they're Um, so consumed in themselves. There's been moments where I thought that and just like, not generally with like people that are obsessed with sneakers. I never had like an issue with that or seemed like you're materialistic. But if someone's like, you can't wear those shoes, like those are garbage, like you got to get like these shoes oh. and they show you like some like $220 pairs of shoes or something. Oh, it's like, like, like if I come up to you and I hate sneaker you culture, hate sneaker culture. You're not yeah, working. yeah, exactly. Like, uh, my black Air Perfectly. Forces, I'm not a criminal. Yeah, I, I feel it. I've seen that on TikTok <laughs> so much, dude. But like exactly like when people are hating on you because like you didn't spend like $200 on sneakers or something. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I was in middle school, like I went to a public school. But, like, all the kids, they were, like, hella rich. Like, they had, like, all these, like, sneakers and stuff. And, like, you, like, if you don't like the real shoes, you'd be, like, made fun of. It's like, what the hell is this? Like, that's the part where, like, you're materialistic. But if you're just, like, collecting it because you like it, I'm like, that's all good for you. I'm like, I don't really care as a non-sneaker head. Solid. I'm going to be honest. I think there's an aspect to it that's, like, materialistic, like, the fact that I love sneakers, like it's, you know what I'm like saying? More like than shoes, so much, this, so many this other object, things like, like yeah, like I, I, I'm on my phone. I'm, I'm, I'm rejecting calls. You know what I mean? To get this drop. Like I'm not, I don't care. So I feel what you're saying. But when I post it, I know some people see it as flexing, but my favorite thing in the world is not um showing off my most expensive sneakers. It's showing off stuff that nobody knows about like questions some some uh, Reebok questions or or no 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 nobody knows about my Air Max 93s like I'll, I'll show I'll show these Air Maxes and I'll be like tell me what Air Max this is and and nobody knows they know one they know 90 they know you know what I mean the basic ones 97 95 but nobody knows like I don't think anybody knows what you mean right there they don't know the old school yeah <laughs> No, he, I don't know. Those. I always you, don't know Max you didn't know there was it. you didn't know there was an Air Max ninety three, for example. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. So so like I love I love when I show when I post a video and I'm like like y'all can't name these like yeah like you don't you don't know what these are like you don't know what they don't look expensive they're just regular Air Maxes with the bubble they're all white like regular material but you don't know what the names of them are and that aspect of the sneaker culture is what I love I, I wear some shoes. And they have two tongues on them and they have two soles on them and they have two swooshes on them. And a regular person is like, yo, are those fake? What the hell did you get? Like, <laughs> like, 
the little Nike swoosh is a little off. Why is there two of them? That's a little iffy. I'm not, I'm not sure. But then the sneakerheads are like, oh, snap, you got those joints on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if you see me in them, you're probably going to be like, what the hell are those? Those aren't real Nikes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that that aspect of being a sneakerhead is what like really like gets me get gets me get a kick out of it, like because I think a lot of the sneakerheads that I look up to do that, and I think it's so hard because I'm like, what the hell are those that they're flexing? I need to get educated and check those out. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I also feel like Mateo was saying like you do think it in a sense is slightly materialistic. Yeah, I feel like everything is like that though. Like with running, like I want to like. I love Nike shoes. It looks so cool. Mm-hmm. Like I bought a pair when I was a sophomore year. I wore them. They hurt my feet, but I just wore them because it looked yeah, cool. Yeah, screw that. <laughs> yeah, pain doesn't I'm matter. Materialistic. Like everyone's like that pain. though, to an extent. Yeah. I think I think I had one one last question for him. As a non sneakerhead, um, you see the money in it. You see the hype and like the culture taking over, and you see it becoming more popular every day. You see it in your TikTok now. Like you mm-hmm. see. Jordans as almost like vans nowadays everybody has them on their feet what's mm-hmm. keeping you from diving in oh god i just say like i don't make a lot of money i mean first of all like during covid if i was able to work maybe i'd buy a pair of like jordans or something but like ultimately i'm gonna be like dude i'd rather like save my money for me personally and use it for something else like sorry even though you see the money behind it you don't you don't want to spend money in it i do but i'd have to put in so much time to yeah, like yeah. know about like this is why i like like just buying shoes from mateo or whatever like with the app mateo just texts me he's like buy these or like enter the raffle I'm like okay you don't Easy, have to worry takes about a minute. which ones yeah like i'm so far behind the game like to be able to make any real money over time I'd have to like be like a student of the game or whatever for like a year and a half or something. By then, like who knows? Like I have an internship or something. I'm doing yeah, other no things. Point. Yeah, it's not a passion, so like you don't want to put that much time into it. Yeah, like maybe I'll buy a pair of Jordans or something and wear them, but I'm yeah. not going to be like building a huge collection or anything. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Benny's Benny's been like that. He's been getting into well, cryptocurrency, and so like we were kind of t- like he was teaching me about cryptocurrency while I was teaching him about like the shoe game. I made but, a like, couple hundred right, like, off of crypto the last couple of weeks. Yeah, hey. like like to get into any like um scene like that takes a lot of you know time and effort just to research. Mm-hmm. And so if if it's not worth it to you in the end, I get it. But the other thing, like I would say, a lot of people's answer is that if you're in it for the money. A lot of people, first off, a lot of people say like, that's for the wrong reason. You won't make any money that way if like, if you don't have a passion for it. Mm -hmm. But if you do have a passion for it, it becomes a problem because all the money that you make off a sneaker is just going to go back into getting sneakers. And like, what are you going to net? And you, we say like, oh, you can get rid of it. But then like you get so emotionally tied to it. You don't want to get rid of it. But what are you going to net is, is, um, only a problem if you need the money and this is your career choice. You understand? So like I like a lot of people like could just use this as a passive stream of income. They could just wake up, get the sneakers app, sell it on StockX, not try that much, you know what I mean? Not go on Instagram and read all those DMs and get their money passively as well as go to their nine to five job, you know what I mean? And they're not really tripping too much off of the profit. So they might give an alley oop to one of their friends for the low. 
but I, I, I think, I think that aspect of like needing to make money off of it is like, is all up to the person. If, if that's, if that's your way of making money and you're getting high off your supply, then there's a problem. You should not, you should <laughs> not be in the sneaker game as a full-time worker if all your money is going into sneakers. And that's why I have a job too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because all this money is going into sneakers. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is like the thing that's like kind of worrisome about me is like, I see something and like I get into something like a I'm all gateway into drug. It. Yeah, you go. All yeah, out. it's kind of like I saw there's like 77 uh, laser lows. And like, I'm like, damn, those are sick. And like, it's only $85 compared to a bunch of other sneakers. That's cheap. Exactly. But like, if I buy one of those, I'm going to see another sneaker. That's like $110. But oh, it's only $110. I just keep like stacking up. And soon, sooner rather than later, I spent like $500 on sneakers. Yeah, I spent it just like, yeah, like, I don't, <laughs> I just can't do that. Cause it'll just like pile up, which is the thing with me. Yeah. that's exactly what happened i i totally agree i think it's smart you're staying out of the game i think it's <laughs> after that question uh yeah don't 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 get in don't unless you're buying from eminem unless you're buying from yeah M&M. facts um all right uh something's popping What's yeah popping? yeah we got something we got we got a surprise okay There's we some got news it's game night Okay. It's game night. All right. So I yeah. have compiled a list of sneakers, uh, photos of sneakers. After Benny got to learn whatever he wanted to learn, after me and Benny have talked about shoes, you know, here and there in the past, I tell him to enter a couple raffles. He's become somewhat familiar with it. And now, so I'm going to show him a picture of a shoe and he is going to guess the price of it. So I'm gonna right now. I'm gonna screen okay, share. Okay, okay. I'm yep. gonna screen share right now, and we're gonna pull up this first pair. Should we? So, should we ask for his opinion off of them too? Yes. Should, I want like it, this. So this non sneakerheads. Like, yes. what do you think about these? So joints? when? So like, when it? When we flip through Benny, and it's time for you to like guess. I want you to tell me like what you know about it. What do you notice? What do you like? What do you? You dislike? wearing these? Pretty briefly, these? and then give me a price estimate. And just so everybody knows, the prices that Benny that we're gonna compare Benny's answers to. They're all going to be a size 10 just because I feel like that's a middle ground. And it's going to okay. be the median number between the lowest ask and the highest bid on StockX. They're all like pretty decently somewhat common shoes, sought after shoes on StockX. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you just like the name, just the face name of like what this thing is called. And okay. then you can tell me everything else about it. So so that everybody else playing along right now, they know that we're looking at the Jordan 5 organs. I mean, I, I like the way these look. I mean, personally, I wouldn't wear them just because they wouldn't like go with me. Like I'm like a five foot seven guy. I don't play basketball at all. Um, but I don't see many Jordans with a tag in the back, which makes mm. me think that was like a limited release or something. Mm-hmm. It's more expensive. Yeah. So I'm going to guess like $500 on this. $500. A little five clip. True okay. market price. Around $240, oh, $245. Now... This is technically it's an SE, so technically it is special edition. But the real special editions are like the player exclusive organs that Fernando was talking about, where they only give them to like the athletes and they're individually numbered, and they go for like thousands of dollars. This was like a more general release, like. To and I think five years ago this would have been five hundred dollars. So that yeah, that's true. I think I think you're onto something because you're kind of thinking classic wise, but. 
um, you have to put on your modern cap and think, what would Charlie wear? You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> and, that's true. And, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's different nowadays. What 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 runs the market? All right, next yeah. shoe, Jordan One Low Core Purple. This would be Ooh. the 2.0 for everybody at home. Those look clean. So I know they're releasing more lows. Um, oh, but they're not. I have no clue. Honestly, I, mean, I I like the way it looks. I'd wear these personally. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, they retail like one twenty or retail is like one twenty. So I'm gonna guess like two twenty or something. Yeah. Hmm. True market price around one sixty. Okay. okay. Yep. And we're gonna go ahead. low low key. I'll, there's some ones that are doing crazy numbers. Yeah. So I was low key surprised these are that low. Yeah, these actually they used they jumped up like fifty bucks like in the past couple of weeks, which is why oh, a lot okay. of people are going crazy on them. Um, Benny, actually, I'm gonna change it up a little bit. You're gonna you're gonna try to name it, and then I'll actually name it, and then you can give me the rest of your data because I don't want to oh, tell God. you it's like a Jordan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, just at least in terms of the name, tell me what you can tell me about this. Oh God. <laughs> well, it's Nike SB, uh, Ben and Jerry's Nike collab. Everybody at home already knows what you're talking about. You did a you did a uh, good enough job on it. Yeah, chunky donkey. I don't I know. Need those. I need those. <laughs> oh god, it's, this is that's the like box by limited. the way. That's the box that it comes. Don't say in. nothing. Don't say. Actually, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the. Box what do you mean? That yeah, that's that, that's kind of yeah, cool. That's, cool. that's, that's cool. not going to change my opinion. Like I already think these are very limited edition, and like I feel like I feel like they're like four hundred or like three eighty or something. True market price. <sighs> I'd buy those. Holy. Twenty four hundred dollars, and I threw the one with the box in there. It's the friends and family packaging, the special box, because the next shoe is the same exact thing, without the box. Oh jeez. So how much do you think a box plays into this? So this shoe would be sent out in a generic Nike SB box, like a same just like a just like a red generic Nike swoosh box. Same shoe, different box. Yeah. Were some of them sold with that box, and were some of them sold with generic packaging? Yeah. Well, the ones with the other the ones with the other box, it was yeah, it was friends and family. So I don't know how many, but like not not that many at all. The the designer chose who got those. Yeah. Oh. Oh damn! Oh, so that's like really rare. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one was twenty four hundred dollars. So how much do you think? The I'm gonna go with like I don't know eight hundred dollars. Still like rare, but like not bad. Not as rare. Yeah, not that great. Mm-hmm. True market yeah. value around yeah, thirteen okay. fifty, one thousand three hundred fifty dollars, mm-hmm. roughly. More reasonable. <laughs> Although a lot of people tend to be paying on the higher end, closer like fourteen hundred. If you really want these, um. Yeah, let's go with this one. This is, okay. I feel like you're not gonna know what to do here. Like what? Like what do you think? Like <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of shoe? I think like what these brand? Are, or like what do you think it's called? Are these Jordans? I don't know. I know they have so many different versions of Jordans. No, this is gonna these be are yays. These are gonna be one of the newer Yeezy five hundred highs. It's a. Well, it's I was a thinking it was one of the Yeezys, but like it's. I don't know I don't what know. the name is called, but it's like a. It's a. It's the blue. I um, felt like I've seen that sole on like Jordans before, though. That's what mm. I. Was you know, for the, for a non sneakerhead, you might be thinking for a non sneakerhead, it does look. I mean, at least for the Jordans, it's not that far off from an eleven. If you're not a sneakerhead, I can see that. Yeah, I was thinking maybe, but I don't know. Are these recent? What was the name of these Yeezys? Uh, Yeezy five hundred high. high. 
Oh. Cannot tell you oh. release dates or nothing like that. What colorway is it? I don't know. It's a blue one. Frost blue. You can also you can also put into an account like what would you pay? Yeah. I mean personally I'd never buy these. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm gonna go with like four fifty on these. Ooh, true market value. About two fifty. And hold on, let them know what retail is. Retail was like what? Two hundred. So okay. a lot of these shoes do specific no if they're not hot they will do numbers just barely over their retail value because people want their retail back after having purchased them like if the, i think if the shoe was like 150 dollars, it would probably still be going for like 170 dollars. like it's yeah. not gonna go for 260 yeah more, like like, like no matter how ugly and bad and nobody wants it the price is gonna be around like where the retail is if it's not wanted if it's sold out like at least it'll be around that price yeah okay like this is the type of shoe that sells out and then like nobody wants it mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it's just gonna stay at this price forever until people forget what retail was all right here's we're gonna switch it up a little bit now uh same concept but i'm gonna it's called over under so i'm gonna give you a price and you tell me if you think it's higher or lower than the price that i'm telling you and this is this is market price not not retail price um secondhand market price can you name these those are right behind me no i don't know what these are that's I mean, actually I crazy. Have I feel like these are something like you'd see people like wearing around a lot though. Like these Bro, could be beater shoes. You I named you them earlier. You, you named the different version of them earlier. Oh, these are oh, these are the high SBs or whatever. Whatever. The, the, yeah, the vintage the 77 blazers. blazers. Yeah. Oh. Oh. This is the damn. high top version. Oh, okay. The high top These are, <laughs> these are so, literally damn. your blazers, yeah. So do you oh, think okay. that these blazer high tops? It's just the white and the white with the black swoosh. Over or under a hundred dollars? Um, I'm gonna say over because like market price is gonna be over a hundred or retail is gonna be over a hundred because they're highs, right? No, you're they're around what you your retail is like a couple bucks more, just like Air Force lows and Air Force mids. Like it's like five bucks for the strap, so it's like oh okay. So if you paid eighty five for the lows, retail would I'm not gonna say, but it'd be like around the high there. top yeah. is like a hundred. I'm like, guessing market on this. Yeah, over or under a uh, hundred. I'm gonna say over. True market value, under Damn. around ninety bucks. Retail, you're right. Retail is like ninety or hundred or hundred ten. Someone but sold it for a loss. Damn. Down yeah. Bad. But that's the yeah. thing too. You can go to like Nike with the discount code and you can still make money. Or people, like if you buy people it, people finesse and, by getting mm, these for forty and, bucks. Yeah. And this is what we we're talking about too. Like you buy this and you like it, then you change your mind. You can't return it for whatever reason. Where if you get it from like a shoe palace and you're past the ex, uh, the return date or whatever, you can sell it to StockX. You lose a little bit of money, but it's not like you lost a hundred dollars. You lost like yeah. twenty bucks. So, next shoe. What do you think? What do you think this is called? Dude, I don't know. Um, no idea. The joy it's called the Jordan Thirteen Hyper Royal. Probably oh. has the closest bottom to the Yeezys you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. All right. So. Over or under three hundred dollars? I'm gonna say over. Over three hundred dollars. Yeah. True market price about wow. two fifty five, two sixty. When market did these these came out in like these came out a few years like 2017, 2018? Hyper Royals? No, I thought they just came out. No, 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 no. The thirteens, not the ones. Yeah, the thirteen Hyper Royals. I gotta look it up again. I thought it was older. It's okay. All right, next shoe. What can you tell me about this, Benny? Uh, those are Jordans. Mm -hmm. Is that 
I see white. Those aren't like off white like collabs or something. I I just hear off white a lot. I know they like have like some stuff like resells a lot. There's always some like off white shoes or something like that. Does that, does that, does that, does that when Benny says that. he's seeing white, he sees like the word white. Does that yeah. it does says that, white and then Jordan then something else like Does that zip tie mean nothing to you? On the sneaker? Oh that's probably gonna mean it's expensive, huh? Like when you see people zip walking tie? around their shoes with tags. Yeah, yeah. The, I don't know. Don't in my opinion, can't say I don't nothing. know. Jordan has their own tags with a Jumpman on it. This is different. All right. So this is a collab then. Okay. Over. So I am right. So this is going to be expensive. Over or under $500. Oh, it's going to be over. I even over. think these look cool. Like they look good and they're a collab. True market value. Over, right, so they are, we're off around nine hundred and fifty dollars. What what should have gave it away would be the hole in the tongue. I thought you were gonna say something. I, I thought you would have said something. We were like, is that a hole in the tongue? I saw that, <laughs> but I was like, I just, I was like, you know what, whatever. Like, so do you like these? You said you like these. I kind of do like the colorway and stuff's kind of nice. Yeah, I like it. Interesting yeah. for a nice I, I really, I really like these on outfits with the red laces these come with red laces mm. these these look tough these one sneaker of the year for complex i think last i disagree year. with that but no yeah I, I do i do too but it's top five for me top five mm. that year that's top five for that Possibly. year for me for sure debatable even right. as a non-sneaker head i would watch those like complex like interviews huh. with people buying sneakers that mm. stuff oh yeah sneaker shopping goes hard all right what can you tell me about these uh they're Nike. Um, these are like some like retro. They're definitely retro because it looks like they have like the waffle sole or whatever on it. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Those of everyone playing at home, it's going to be the Nike Daybreak Undercover J Blue. But the fact that he knows those are like waffle soles. Yeah, I know. That's pretty, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's from my track though because I, yeah. Those are OG. Yeah, waffles are OG like runners, right? That was like yeah. the first running shoe, I think. Wow. Really, it was like the first thing for like tracks that like yeah. Prefontaine wars. Tailwinds, Daybreaks, Waffles. Wow, those were the days. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess though, just based off like the colorway and like the quality. Oh, sorry. Of this, I didn't give. This... I didn't give you. Well, I didn't give you a price. My bad. Over or under two hundred dollars. These were definitely a re-release. Like uh, obviously. Well, I'm I I, in like my I opinion, just because it like I feel like this color doesn't seem retro enough. And it seems like so bright in the photo. Like, I don't feel like it would be this condition. If it was like retro, this would be way over $200. So you're saying under $200? Oh, I feel like Nike <laughs> would release this in like large quantities or something like that. So I'm going to say over 200 still. See, I agree with you. It looks like they wouldn't, but either they did or nobody wanted it because they're sitting at around $150 on the resale Bro. market. And that's a, I mean, not a bad sneaker. It's not, and it's a, no. it's a, it's a, it's a collab. It's a nice looking shoe with the collab. Yeah, June a, Takashi. You know, nice. There's other like undercover shoes that are actually like hard, like you know, expensive. But for some reason, these are sleepers. These ones are sleepers. Um, I think this is the last one. I kind of want you to show them the clots. I was thinking about it. That's such a. You can't guess the price on those. I don't think you, know you can guess I mean? the price on these either. I got no clue. These I, are definitely expensive. These are home. definitely expensive. 
Space this is Hippie Space 3's. Hippie Space Hippie Three. It's like the va- the vast gray, or vo- I think it's Volt Gray. Yeah, I, I feel like this so. is like eight hundred dollars or something, something expensive. So the first the first colorway they came out of this shoe goes for about like three hundred, four hundred. This is a later release, around two hundred dollars. Ah, damn. And this concept is like a like a recycling materials concept, but you didn't know that this is like the fourth wave of this sneaker that has come out. Yeah. Like this is like the fourth, fifth colorway now. Yeah. And and they've been low key playing it out, but the first one is doing numbers similar to what you were guessing. And it's crazy because oh, okay. there's not much of a difference. Like it's more of a blue tint, and instead of a yellow, it's like a red. They just like that it was the first one to be made. Yeah. Like the first, yeah. Whenever a new model comes out, the f- if the model doesn't do well, the first one will at least do well for the most Usually. part. Usually, mm. just because it's exciting and innovative. And honestly, I think it's really cool. Like. They didn't even ship it in a different box. They only ship it in this box because it's all about recycling and like eliminating. They ship know, it in its shipping and... box. Yeah. Yeah. They eliminate waste. So it's like super. Yeah. yeah. So like everything on there is super recycled. It's it's a cool concept. Yeah. Like all the like the sole, everything in here is made from scraps of other shoes. So like when they cut, you know, a, a shape of like a Jordan, like there's a little bit of leftovers and they use it to make these these shoes, the mm. space hippies. So there's like a space hippie one two three and four. This is the third one. Great gray volt, gray volt. That's what it was. All right. Now we're gonna play either or. And I shouted out college kicks earlier. I'm gonna shout them out again because they play the, They've been playing this game recently with their guests where um, t- they name two shoes and they go head to head and they name which one they think is more expensive. But we're just gonna have Benny do it. So Benny, you're gonna tell me which one is more expensive between the Dunk Low Kentucky. And the Nike Dunk Low Syracuse. Which one do you think is more expensive? Interesting. I'm going to say Kentucky just because they're a better basketball team. Okay. Damn. Kentucky's? They're, the, the, what's it called? The range here is very wide, but I'm going to put the median at around 575, 550. Mm-hmm. Syracuse goes for around 600. Damn tighter window there both of them okay. release like the same time too people just gravitate towards the orange don't ask don't ask me why i don't it's brighter i don't know orange is hot right now orange do be hot all right the jordan one mocha or the jordan one university blue which one is more expensive in the size 10 damn you also have to take into account time the mocha is just released. Mm-hmm. The other way around. The other way around. The other way around. They, oh, they're both like semi. Oh, those are the last ones that you hit. Oh, yeah, yeah, mochas, mochas, mochas came out uh, late last year, and universities came out this year, like a month ago. I'm gonna guess universities then. Mocha's market value in a size ten is somewhere around four sixty, four sixty five. University blues, about four hundred. Damn, but and even but even about a month after Mocha's came out, they were. I guess much. they were around the same. They were that much, yeah. And Maybe been even all, more, but they grew yeah. fast. They grew really yeah. fast. And and that's most like that's mostly the case when it comes to sneakers that are hot because people just keep shopping for them to the point where the seller can just slowly raise the price. So like oh. Mocha's, everybody kept on wanting Mocha's. So they're shooting up to 500 right now. Smaller sizes are in the 600s. 
and these are probably going to slowly creep up as well. Okay. Right. So I wanted to, you know, I was trying to toy with Benny a little bit. So mm -hmm. I pulled a quick one right here. The Jordan 3 Mocha. Mocha, yep. Or the Jordan 3 University Blue or the UNC, but okay. oh, same concept. Definitely the UNC. I feel like I've heard people talk about that when they, they were released. And nobody talked those. about the Mochas. I, I've heard Mochas before, but I feel like I've seen a photo of that shoe. And just based off of that, if I've seen a photo of that shoe, then it's probably expensive. Or <laughs> Nobody <laughs> talked about those till Travis Scott started getting hot. Those Air Jordan 3 Mochas were disrespectful. Oh, true, true. And just to inform Benny, it's just because the Travis Scott shoes that were like hot, like Travis always said like his favorite number, his favorite color was brown. His Jordan 1s are brown based. That's like really the main reason why the Mochas did so well is because they're like... Oh. The but they came out scheme. a while ago. So oh, yeah, they were, yeah. they they were like doing they were doing boo-boo they were doing boo-boo numbers and when Travis Scott got hot, all brown shoes started getting up in pricing. Damn. Because they can't you can't afford the two grand Travis the, ones, so you might as well get like a shoe that's less. I'm not gonna the, say the number, but the old school brown Jordans, the old school brown dunks, all those blew up. Yeah. Alright, true market value for Jordan three mochas. I can't even believe this. Now it's around like 350, 340. Like these used to sit in the outlets, like under retail. Retail's like for for a hundred bones, you could take them off somebody's back. Jordan three UNC, that, and they released in twenty eighteen, right? Jordan three UNCs released early twenty twenty, and they're around four fifty. But here's the difference: when they first came out, they were at like three. No, they were at three hundred. No, I think I yeah I, I got like three, three yeah I got three pairs when yeah, they, they came at, out. I remember. Yeah, it was like three hundred. So. The mochas have, you know, grown more, but the yeah. UNCs have been hot right out of the gate. Also, the mochas have been out for like a year longer, but... I think I remember these because you said 2018 or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I remember you talking to Sam about this one day at practice. Like, you see those new UNC, like, Jordans that were released? Oh, Mateo? I was talking I like about... I, um, I remember that. I was talking about the Jordan 31s because they had come uh, out. Like, it had, like, UNC branding on it. This one's just UNC colors, uh, but I remember okay. that, yeah cool cool story about these 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 were coming out back then at the time where it wasn't even that long ago but at the time where shoe palace where sneaker culture wasn't what it was now and shoe palace didn't have to raffle off every single jordan sneaker that came through their door they had only raffled off yeezys at that point so every like and that was when yeezy zebras were hot so like around around that point like hella days ago, they were only raffling off Yeezys whenever they came in. Only the managers can touch them. And these Jordans, you could walk right into the store, ask for them. They give you your size and, and you leave with them same day. You know what I mean? And and that's how I had gotten three pairs of those. It, these came out um like a two day, like a week after the pine green Jordan ones came out. The black and green ones that, that are on online a lot. Uh, Jordan ones and I walked right into the store picked those up and then talked to the manager and he goes yeah we're getting the threes go ahead pull up and and grab them and and I miss those days those days when it was easy and nobody cared now everybody sees a check and and you have to raffle for everything it's it's honestly just because of the pandemic like when the pandemic hit and a lot of people are at home they're just looking for extra ways to make money and selling shoes or selling anything really you can just easily do from home I so think also they don't want a lot of just, people there at once. Well, no, I. Don't I, you I, think I, so? 
I really do. There think was I lines saw, and stuff. I really, I really do think I saw a big influx of like at least sneaker resellers. I can't speak for any other business because I'm not in that market. But for sneaker resellers, I saw like three times as many people show up around March, April, May of 2020 because people needed extra income. Yeah, but I think um, like when the UNCs came out, there was a line, and because of like what you were saying, COVID for the last year. They don't want, you know what I mean? People lined up that day of the release. And because the sneaker culture got to what it was, they know that the Lions will be even crazier if it was first come, first serve. Oh, if if, if so Amal did first if Amal did first come, first serve right now, and it was like for some crazy. some dunks or some something that's worth it. For the hyper royal Hell. ones, Hell. lives would be lost, bro. Hell no, bro. Do you think they're gonna go back to first come, first serve come like twenty twenty two? I kinda want to, but I don't think the world's ready, like like human beings. Yeah. <laughs> because you see you see, even even right now, even right now, there's fights going on in the streets of New York for like first come, first serve sneakers there. Like I forgot, I forgot what joints were they were, but I think the resale value was three to four hundred dollars, and there was fights outside the store. Like people were getting their I think heads it beat. Was the University Blues or maybe the Raging Bulls? But I think it was the University it, Blues. Uh, maybe the ones. Yeah, maybe the baby but, blue ones that I showed you, Benny. Yeah, but there was the, like there was videos all over Twitter and stuff of people like like breaking down the lines and like like everybody shoving their way into the store trying to get the sneaker like disregarding all rules of of personal space in covid like <laughs> it was a mosh pit like type stuff and like m- people were getting run over and that kind of like back in the day like the cool gray 11s that are dropping later this year people i think were m- straight up murdered for those Back when we'll when they happens. first when they first came out. Oh, we'll I mean it's a happens. raffle. Hopefully there's no murders, but <laughs> <laughs> knock on wood. Uh, cool gray eleven is gonna be crazy. I really like the. You 11. think? Yeah, I think the eleven lows that are coming up. Um, are gonna be cool, but we might have to save that for the next podcast. Um, mm. we're pretty much out of time, but I do want to mm. thank Benny Garver for joining us today, taking the time to be here. And I do want to thank Fernando for being on his first podcast. Everybody give him a round of applause. All two people. Figuratively. Yeah, <laughs> metaphorically. Yeah. Um, yeah. But get used to his voice because we're hoping that Fernando can help me, you know, take over some podcast episodes. We can start to produce more content because I know we haven't been doing this a bunch. So we're going to try to switch off, you know, increase availability. Uh, same vibes. Actually, better vibes. We're going to get more out there for you. No, we're so, throwing the best vibes out there. Oh, yeah. Always 100%. throwing the best vibes. Here we go. All right. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> All right. Well, any, 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 last, any last words from anyone? It's been great. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate the time. I feel like we took we took a lot more time than you expected out of your night, and and I hope it didn't inconvenience you. Thinking of questions first of all to to, yeah. to get us right and get you educated and get all those other people educated. And I, I I mean I hope you got some good inf- good information out of it, and and I, I for sure did. I got a good insight and perspective that yeah. wasn't my own in this whole world of that I'm living in. So it's yeah. like very interesting. I appreciate the conversation. Yeah. No. I mean. I'm glad you guys had me on. I mean, really enjoyed it. Learned a lot. It's actually interesting to play the game and see you guys be like, oh, like, is he really like thinking this? Mm. And, like, <laughs> how like off I am? It's kind of entertaining. But yeah, thanks for having me. It was great.
That was fun. Uh, we enjoyed having you. Uh, shout out to everyone listening. Thank you for, you know, still rocking with us. Thank you for listening this far. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Oh, shout out to everyone that bought uh, bought from us from the story sale today. It is Wednesday, April 22nd. One of the more successful story sales that we've had in a long time. Maybe that is um, because of Fernando joining the team. But uh, either way, we are very grateful and we are looking forward to seeing you in the next one. Peace. Have a good one.